Hey, Light Anglers. Today is March 10th. My name is Jack. Welcome to your daily episode of The Light Angle. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'll be spending the next five to 15 minutes talking about some stuff going on in the world and incorporating scripture into it. Before we get into today's topic, just a quick reminder, please be sure to leave a five-star review, rate, like, subscribe, and whatever else you can do for us on the platform you're using to listen to the show. Here on The Light Angle, we try not to focus on the left or right angles, but rather try to find the light angle. We want to spread the good news of the King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and use that knowledge to better deal with the negativity we find ourselves living in day to day. Your five-star review and sharing of this show with others helps us to better spread the light angle and the word of God. All right, y'all. So gas is still going up. Imagine that. And uh, there's still a war going on over in Eastern Europe. And uh, COVID is still disappearing. No one knows where it went. Uh, there's some, so I did a little digging today cause nothing was really piquing my interest. What else is new? Right. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm probably reaching, but I found two stories and while I'm not going to say they're related, I think there are things in these stories about these stories that are very interesting and we should pay attention to. And I'll get to why I believe that here after. So the first one is from Yahoo News. Saudi Arabia UAE leaders reportedly declined calls with Biden amid Ukraine crisis. Hmm. The de facto leaders of Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates declined to arrange calls with President Joe Biden in recent weeks as the U.S. worked to contain a spike in oil prices driven by Russia's war on Ukraine. The Wall Street Journal reported Tuesday. Citing U.S. and Middle Eastern officials, the journal reported that Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman and the UAE's Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed al-Nayan both declined requests to speak to Biden amid dissatisfaction in both countries over U.S. policy in the region. There was some expectation of a phone call, but it didn't happen. A U.S. official told the journal, referring to the planned discussion between Saudi Crown Prince and Biden, it was part of a turning on the spigot of Saudi oil. Biden did, however, speak with the crown prince's father, King Salman, on February 9th, the general reported, which, mind you, was before the war in Ukraine. Uh, Officials said relations had grown strained between the U.S. and the two Persian Gulf nations over the Biden admin's lack of support for the war in Yemen and its revived negotiations on the Iran nuclear deal. Saudi officials reported also reportedly also seek legal immunity for the Saudi crown prince who faces multiple lawsuits in the U S including over the killing of journalist Jamal Khashoggi in 2018. The white house has looked to Iran, Saudi Arabia, and Venezuela for talks about increasing oil production to offset the effect of the UK crisis on energy markets. Biden on Tuesday announced a ban on Russian oil imports, a major escalation of sanctions that will cause further price hikes for American consumers. Saudi and Emirati officials had earlier this month rejected calls to pump more oil, saying they would stick to a production agreement approved by the Organization of the Petroleum Exporting Countries, OPEC, an alliance that includes Russia. The Saudi Crown Prince and the UAE's Sheikh both participated in calls with Russian President Vladimir Putin last week. Interesting, right? What I really got from this was up here where uh, our, uh, oh, where is it? The, uh, the White House has looked to Iran. So first off, let me backtrack. If you didn't know, the amount of oil we get from Russia is roughly 3 to 5% of our total 
use of Russia every day. That's it. Three to 5%. That's not much. It's still millions of dollars, probably billions each year, but that's not much. And when we actually have enough oil here, if we open the Keystone pipeline to be completely self-sufficient and be the number one oil producer in the world, yeah, that's how much oil we have in reserve here. If we open up the pipeline, we could literally be the wealthiest nation in the world, along with have lowest gas prices, no, really no inflation if you're counting the amount of inflation we have because of energy costs. So let that sink in. Now we're reaching out to Iran and other countries asking for oil. It just, it doesn't make sense. All right. None of this adds up. It doesn't make any sense. And then we got this other one, All right. This is from Fox news. Iran says Israel will pay for this crime after Jerusalem kills two IRGC officers in Syria. Iran's foreign ministry strongly condemned on Wednesday the killing of two Iranian Revolutionary Guard officers in an Israeli missile attack on the Syrian capital. The foreign minister's website quoted ministry spokesman Saeed Katsabada, something like that, as saying revenge for the Monday strike will definitely be taken. The Guard, in a statement late late Tuesday, identified the two dead men as Colonels Asan Kabrupur and Mortiza Said Najad. Yeah, that sounds right. It said in the same statement that Israel would pay for this crime. Hundreds of Iranian forces have died in combat against the Islamic State group in Syria and Iraq. Iran says its forces there are only advisors. So let me, um, well, first off, let me give you a little history. What is this Israel-Iran conflict in the Syrian civil war. Well, it's actually been going on since like 2011. It wasn't an actual war until 2018 when Iran started getting more involved. And so periodically Israel, you know, uh, throws up missiles at Syrian areas, you know, for what they believe are like chemical factories and bioweapon factories. It's all kind of bad stuff. The idea behind it or what we're told to believe is that the Israeli government is being the peacekeeper um, majority of what they have is being funded and given by the United States. Um, and so if you do a little reading of Bible and I apologize, I didn't dig into scripture. I'm sure some of you listening can quote the literal scripture that actually, you know, uh, pinpoints, uh, some of the end time prophecies, but the really the gist of it is Israel is going to be surrounded and, you know, these countries that are going to be surrounding Israel, are not going to be Christian countries. They're not going to be, they're going to be mostly Muslim. Here's the thing. If Iran is to a point where, you know, they're not talking to us and we're not, you know, working with them in whatever facet it is, basically we're, we are creating more enemies for Israel at this point. If you didn't already think so. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the Middle East that we're not hearing about. Right now, the only thing you're hearing about is stuff about Ukraine and Russia. And, you know, half of that stuff's true. Half of it's false. So take what you will. But there's a lot of stuff going on right now. A lot of weird things happening that don't make much sense. Um, and so we should be paying attention to these things. We should be kind of, you know, doing some digging and looking into it because, you know, at the end of the day, we're waiting for our king of kings to come back. Um, but things happen prior to that. And those things we need to be aware of. Uh, we really need to stay focused on the uh, task at hand as Christians. So, um, you know, 
read the news, don't read the headlines, get into it a little bit and see what's going on. But I just thought those were interesting, something to think about. You know, Iran is being mentioned here and there, and uh, I don't know. To me, it looks like stuff is happening, and I think we should pay closer attention. But anyway, let me get some scripture in here. Matthew 24, verses 6 through 13. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. So I, I kind of I like this scripture. I mean, right, what, what, what the heck is wrong with me? It says right in the second, second, second or, um, excuse me, right in the first sentence, second part says, but see to it that you're not alarmed. And then everything after that is pretty good reason to be alarmed, right? But I think, you know, that's, that's just Jack and his weird sense of humor. But I think the big takeaway from it is what we need to be aware of and what we need to fight against the most. And that isn't other people. It is understanding that the love of most will grow cold. That means our job is to love harder than we ever have before. If the love of most is growing cold, then that means we have to love more and more and more. Crazy, right? But that's what we got to do. That's our job. A lot of people are going to be walking away from the faith. It's going to be crazy, y'all. But anyway, (laughs) let me pray us out. Father God, thank you for blessing us with another day of peace. As the world is calm now for most of us, we know this won't always be the case. I pray you will give us courage and strength in the times to come. I pray you will help us keep our faith in your promises and keep us motivated in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ, even when our enemies are at our door. I pray you'll continue to bless us indeed, enlarge our territory, and keep us from evil and temptation. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that's it for today's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light and darkness.